0: Welcome to I Love This Thing So Freaking Much, the podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Ellie, a mechanical engineer who has a passion for documenting interactions with strangers. Welcome back to the show, Ellie.
1: Thanks for having me again.
0: Oh, my pleasure. So here's how this works. Ellie will have three minutes to talk about something that he loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything he wants. Our only requirement is that he loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Ellie? I think I am. Good. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so freaking much?
1: I freaking love discomfort. Now, when I say this, I'm not talking about like an injury or a cramp from working out. I'm talking about pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. I truly believe the most growth happens in the state of discomfort. And there's many ways that I pursue this. I do this by interacting with strangers, trying new activities, and going to new places. Now, don't get me wrong, I love being comfortable just like everybody else. Being curled up in a nice warm bed is something I don't take for granted. And I truly haven't always felt this way about discomfort. I literally used to cry when my parents would try to force me to call a stranger on the phone, and I would fight them on this for hours. I also thought my dad was crazy for talking to aimless strangers on the street or at restaurants. It honestly took me till college to get truly outside of my comfort zone and start living life to the fullest. Now, fast forward to today, I love meeting new people. I love meeting new people so much that I have a YouTube channel where I go out in Kansas City and interact with strangers. I push them and myself outside of our comfort zone through these interactions. And one of the ways I just recently did this was by going out on the streets and asking strangers to have dinner with me on the spot. Now, through this journey, I was rejected countless times, and this was the discomfort that I had to get past. I could have let these rejections stop me from going on this journey. However, these rejections were just redirections to find that one stranger to say yes. The discomfort that I put the strangers through is by first off being accosted on the street by a stranger, but also, you know, having to say yes to have a stranger join them for a night and, you know, go outside their comfort zone and do something they weren't expecting to do that night. Now, the strangers that I ended up meeting were an absolutely lovely couple that were out meeting their son for dinner and their son's friends, and were so happy to have me along for the ride. At first, obviously, they were a little apprehensive, but by the end of the night, they were so happy that the journey had happened and the experiences had happened, and... Through this experience, I was totally intending on paying for the strangers' dinner and their drinks and whatnot, but they actually ended up paying for everything, and I was so grateful for it. It was, it was such a turnaround of what I was expecting. After dinner was over, they actually invited me to come along with them to the next bar and continue the night with them. And overall, it was such a great night, and it's just truly a moment where we went from strangers to friends in just a few hours. Even through doing all of this, I still feel a lot of anxiety when it comes to discomfort. However, I let that anxiety fuel me and not hinder me. The amount of growth also doesn't just stop at meeting new people. Discomfort makes you stronger physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now, being comfortable isn't necessarily a negative thing, but I believe the growth there is a lot slower.
0: Go ahead and finish your thought.
1: This is due to lack of new experiences and mindsets and whatnot. And eventually, discomfort will become comfortable. You'll start seeking out uncomfortable situations, stop caring what people think of you, and live life to the fullest. Everyone has their own version of this, and I challenge you to find it and figure out what it is in your life and start living a life of discomfort, and I promise you, you won't regret it.
0: That's awesome. Thank you for telling us about discomfort today.
1: Yeah, the no problem.
0: Where did you get the idea to uh, document these kinds of going out of your comfort zone and forcing other people to go out of their comfort zone moments on the internet?
1: Well, this is something how I kind of just like lived my life already. I chose a college that was away from all my high school friends. I didn't know anyone going into it. I, You know, I had to force myself to meet new people, try new things, new activities, learn who I was, and then I stumbled across this YouTube channel called Yes Theory, and that's kind of where their channel started by pushing themselves and strangers out of their comfort zone. Now, their channel has fully evolved into more of a travel content thing, which is I feel like out of a lot of people's reach, so I kind of wanted to bring their experiences to a city Kansas City that doesn't really have these content creators or people doing these sort of things to first off document the city and how beautiful it is but also document how awesome these strangers are
0: I love how you referred to that adventure you went on with the family that you asked we asking strangers to take you to dinner or to hear you take them to dinner but they ended up taking you to dinner mm-hmm. and you referred to it as a journey like can you talk a little more about that
1: Yeah, I think all of these experiences are a journey because, I mean, seeking discomfort Discomfort expands like your physical, mental and emotional states. And so these aren't just like experiences. You know, these are complete journeys where you have to kind of overcome these fears and stigmas that are present in life and uh, document these things, you know, tell people about it and continue talking about it. Because the more and more people experience discomfort, the more and more you'll learn, the more you'll get to live and the more you'll get to see.
0: What are some ways that you've noticed how you've grown as a result of these journeys?
1: I think I'm a lot more open-minded. The person I was prior to college to where I'm at now is a completely different person. And I, I truly equate that to the new people I've met, the new cultures I've seen, just truly expanding my knowledge base around new experiences, which wouldn't have happened if I never had taken a step out of the front door.
0: Can you share some other examples of journeys of discomfort you've gone on?
1: Back in college, I took a trip to Israel with complete strangers. And that is actually where I met my roommate now and one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. So that's one. I uh, have gone out on the streets and asked strangers deep questions, which it truly showed how open and honest strangers can be. And on a day-to-day, when it comes to just even going out to a bar, on the weekends with my friends, I'll make a point of seeing some of that bar that I think looks cool. And I'll go over and interact with them and, you know, try to become friends with them. I was at a bar one time and on the speaker, they're like, hey, these people are trying to recruit people for their kickball team. Come over if you're interested. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, that is up my alley. <laughs> so I went over to them. And I was like, hey, I wanna be on your kickball team. And they're like, awesome. And so when they are took by my name, they actually realized I had come over the weekend before because they were recruiting that weekend too. And I just forgotten. However, these people became some really close friends in Kansas City, because a lot of my friends are from work. And so this is just a new group of people that I get to hang out with because I just took this leap of faith and started playing kickball with them.
0: It sounds like you've really started to build a community around yourself wherever you go.
1: Yeah, and that's the goal. I think even if I was to leave Kansas City, I'm not afraid of first off losing the connections I already have, but anywhere I go, I think I'll be able to meet very like minded, cool people that are down to earth. And on top of that, I've started really associating myself with only good people. And so, I have this trait in me where I love bringing my friends of different groups together. And I truly associate this with just like, they're all good people. And so like on my birthday this past year, we took a party bus down to this place called Funky Town in Kansas City. It's a '70s themes bar, disco bar. And it was like three or four different friend groups all mashed together. And it was just such a blast. It was so fun seeing all my friends together and interacting and having a great time. It was awesome.
0: You mentioned that with this whole journey, you still have that anxiety, but you find that that anxiety fuels you on your journeys of discomforts. Can you talk a little more about that?
1: Yeah, I, through college, kind of, a lot of this stuff just started in college, so I would see my friends in engineering just like super stressed out, super anxious. And I was kind of just like, well, I don't want that to be me. And, you know, you can't totally avoid stress and anxiety because that will cause like kind of like some mental health issues down the line if you just ignore it. But instead of ignoring it, I kind of internalized it. it was like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I could lay down and let these feelings overcome me or I can use these feelings to push myself to overcome the feelings and use these feelings as like a sense of purpose to keep pushing onward. So, you know, when I was going around getting rejected, rejection hurts. I mean, that is not something you want to experience on a day to day. However, if you practice taking rejection, you learn how to express your emotions around getting rejected. And so, I mean, this comes with anything. So like the physical part of discomfort, right? A good example of that would be working out. Working out is not a comfortable thing. But once you start doing it four or five times a week, it becomes something you love to do, even though you're literally tearing your muscles to rebuild them.
0: Yeah, and it's that bit of discomfort when you're doing a workout that lets you know that you're on the right track to making your body stronger. So it makes sense that it would be similar that a, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of discomfort in that way would mean that you're becoming socially stronger.
1: Exactly. The more and more you train it, the more and more your mind, as I said, like kind of seeks it out. You'll start like looking for those situations that pushes you out of your comfort zone because you know you're going to grow from those situations, even if they make you uncomfortable.
0: It sounds like it's become a really useful habit.
1: Yeah, it really has. It's really helped me not only in my social life, but like career. And I, I don't feel uncomfortable talking to higher ups at my company. I've been able to network, meet a lot of really cool people and live life in a cool way.
0: Ellie, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun.
0: And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you would like to learn more about Discomfort or our guest, Ellie, you can find his YouTube channel in the episode description. And if you have something you love so freaking much, you want to tell me all about it, consider this your invitation to join the show. I Love This Thing So Freaking Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed and edited by Sophie A. Katz. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, the window, at all the social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.